passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Your official station to talk Yankees. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. And Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, here we go. It's a, uh, well, almost a couple minutes after 5 o'clock. What's up, the Eddie Scazzeri? Imagine your life if you weren't here. Wouldn't be so good. And across from me, his name is uh, Al Jose Dukes. What's up? Oh, hi there, Jerry. Yeah, when I woke up this morning, I was uh, pleased to see uh, Max Scherzer uh, didn't do well again. Not well. Not well. I've decided, like, I don't, um, I, I didn't like that uh, Jacob deGrom, when he was here, kept getting hurt, and he was uh, seemed to, like, not be pushing through his injuries. But I didn't dislike him. Max Scherzer just uh, not a likable guy. Never was. When he sucks. Especially when he sucks. Even when he's good. So to see him go out there and give up, what do you give up, five runs in four innings? Yeah. Tremendous. But I'm not grasping Bruce Bochy's comments after the game. I or guess. his. Yeah, yes. You would have thought he gave like I missed you something. Like if you told me he gave you six innings and four runs, not four innings and five runs. Yeah. Let's say he went six innings, four runs, came out. It was a 4 3 game. They were in it. All right. He I kind of love that. No, 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 no. I didn't say it's good. But you could make a case if you listen to them post game. Yeah. That he grinded through six, he kept his team in it. Like you were down four nothing in the third inning. Yeah. Like terrible. And then after the game, Bruce Bochy says, I was really pleased with his stuff. Yeah. It's only going to get better. Well, it can't get much when? worse. <laughs> and then Max Scherzer said, I don't know exactly how I'll be used from here on out, but my arm feels good. How about this watch? <laughs> <laughs> why, why is he even pitching? Like, um, wh- they didn't need him to get here. So why is he pitching? Did they have a major? They arm don't injuries? have. They don't have great. I would say they don't have great pitching depth. Yeah, their bullpen is good, um, and they hit the hell out of the ball. That's why they've won. So he's probably better than the options they have. I mean, if you think about it, if you might have to pull up their yeah, there are five pitchers. But it's not like they've got five aces out there. You know, Jordan Montgomery's been good, as we know. Um, of all, there have been guys that have pitched well. But you start going through. Mm, eh. Once you get past those two fellas. Yeah, well, I'm not going to say quite that. But, yeah, I mean, it's when you need five guys, four guys, he's he's a good fourth or fifth option. I mean, if the Astros come back in this series, I'm blaming Max Scherzer. Uh, you like, could, if I'm a Texas Ranger fan. You could certainly do that. And I am, Jerry. They've got. I'm trying to think who's pitching tonight. I actually just wrote it down. Oh, they have Andrew Haney good. going tonight. Andrew Haney, I've heard of him. 
Yeah, well, he was a Yankee. I hope you've heard of him. Did they just take everyone who was on the Yankees? <laughs> he wasn't good here. He was actually awful here. And now he's He's been decent. good in other places. Yeah. It's like Sonny Gray. Now, not as good, but it's like Sonny Gray has been good before and after the Yankees. During, terrible. Yeah. Terrible, terrible, I feel terrible. like that's how I would be if I was a player. I'd come to New York and be like, what? I got to drive to the Bronx every day? What are you talking about? How am I getting there? That is true. Well, if I were you, I'd get yourself a driver because yes. you'd be, be loaded. That's okay? true. I'm loaded. Okay. You're right. I'd get a driver. <laughs> yeah, that's all. I would never drive. If I was a multimillionaire ball player, I would never drive myself to the ballpark, but they all do. They let, you know what? I guess you like being in control. Yeah. Not depending on people. I don't know. I'd hire a driver and say, listen, I'm going to pay you because I'm rich, but please no talking. Just, and it doesn't mean I'm a douchey. I just well, need to I, prepare by going into a meditation mode. I think when you hire the driver, yeah. that is established. What you're looking for in a driver. Yes. Courteous, quiet, and prompt. Yes, those three things. That's what you want. And Responsible. No, no road rage. I don't need you to get into a road Couldn't rage incident, more. incident in Do the Bronx. Do 65 in the right lane. We're good. Yeah. Just get me there safely. Get me to the game. If anyone wants to cut you off and they and look like trouble, you let them cut off. talking. Yeah, just don't. <laughs> no radio. Yeah. No talk. If I want the radio, I'll put it in my ears. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, Gary? Yes, I totally understand. That's what I would do. I would take that over like uh, people always go, oh, would you rather have a chef would you rather have a driver? Yeah. Or would you rather have a masseuse? I'd go chef. Really? I would love someone to cook for me. Yes. Oh man, I go driver every day of yeah, the week. Yeah, I don't I don't mind the driving like you do yeah. and I don't have the time to cook like you do. So I think that would be where I would go a little differently. We'd also would you also request that the chef not speak all that much cuz otherwise imagine you have a chef in your house but who's I constantly can, I talking. I can control that though. Just don't be around him. Yeah. You can't control that in the car. Or you do the, jump out. <laughs> but when the chef's not cooking, what if he's just kicking it with you in the living room? No, no, no. You show up to cook, you cook, and you leave. Oh, That's he doesn't your job. live there. No. Oh, okay. Live there. I don't know. I no. don't know if you want a midnight snack and you want the chef to no, no, make something for you. I just you. want to cook. I just, I would love a chef just to cook dinner every night. Okay. That's all. So they That's come it. over like four, five o'clock. Yeah. Here's, here's what I want. I would like to eat the Mediterranean diet from now on. You prepare the dinners. I don't want to know what it is until I sit down. Yes. That's it. That's what okay. I want. And then they, they clean up and leave. I don't even need to clean up. I'll be happy to okay. do that. I just prepare the dinner. Wow. I don't know how to cook. So that yeah, would be true, phenomenal. Because if they were going to clean up, they'd be hanging around and while you were talking. eating. Right. Yeah. Just cook, present, take off. Yes. See tomorrow. Hmm. That's kind of, that's glorious. The real cool thing, Jerry, is if you had a chef who was also a good driver. And then you could just hire one person to be like your butler. Yeah, but now they're around. Now they are around. Now right. you're getting back to the whole talking thing. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Right. They're cooking and talking, driving and talking. Then they're a masseuse, too. They're massaging you uh, and talking. Now you're getting a little weird. Yeah. The well, only I mean, thing I, did... I want them masseusing is the chicken. You want them to rub down your chickens? <laughs> yes. If you're on that Mediterranean diet, they're going to be rubbing <laughs> down salmons. <laughs> with the little salmon, slick salmon oils. Gross. Ooh. So we got a, uh, is, are the Phillies on tonight? Or is this the day game? This yeah. is the day game. The Phillies. Phillies are on at 5 o'clock. I remembered. Yes. 5 o'clock. And that game is in Come Arizona. On. Yes. You want to hear something? And this is, this is a that. credit. I heard this yesterday at like 1030 when All we right. were done. And I would, or I would have played it yesterday. Okay, fair enough. So Jerry. This is this is where you really got to give it to the Philly fan. Maybe you want to call it a lack of Diamondback fans in the area, maybe. But yeah. I feel like no matter where you go, you can find an opposing fan or two. This was Fox Ten in Arizona, 
that went live to Philly before game two, two days ago. Hayden is live tonight in Philly where he caught up to some D-backs fans cheering on the home team. Troy, you found the one? No, we found no D-backs fans, <laughs> not one. We were here for almost two hours. That's amazing. <laughs> and it's not. All, it's also not surprising when we watch the game. All you see is, it's like a sea of Philly red. So I'm not surprised but you're going to tell me that guy walked around for two hours and couldn't find one person wearing an Arizona shirt? Yeah, like not even like a, a Met fan who wanted to put on an no. Arizona shirt. That Just is to... fascinating to me. Also, when they say D-backs. Sounds like D-bags. Yeah. I know. You couldn't find one... One D-bag? No, there's a lot of D-bags out here <laughs> at the Phillies game, but I just can't find anybody who's in an Arizona jersey. Yeah, I would have gone Diamondbacks myself. <laughs> yes. They go D-bags, though, out there. D-backs. D-bags. Yes, it does come across and sound like D-bag, but it is a D-back. I bet you there's a handful of teams like that. where That sound you, like D-bags? No, no, that that you can't find their fans in the opposing. I bet you it'd be very hard to find them, Al, a Marlins fan. You will find... Other than that lunatic. You will see Rays fans at Yankee Stadium. Really? You do, yes. Rays fans? I'm telling you, you see an opposing fan everywhere. Yeah. I'm not, I didn't say 10,000 of them. Right. We're talking about one. You need just one. That guy walked around Citizens Bank Ballpark for two hours, couldn't find one. <laughs> That's correct. Come on. And that's also not, I know you've been there, that's not walking around Yankee Stadium where you're in the middle of the neighborhood and the bars and the restaurants. Like, there's only one thing to do. Let's go to the park, go to the ballpark. There's nowhere else to go over there. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus do you think in that uh, the September 11th Yankees-Diamondbacks uh, World Series yeah. era that there were Diamondbacks fans in Yankee Stadium? Yeah, I do. Yeah, that's I do. weird. I do. That is weird, I don't, wild stuff, I wasn't Jerry. there. Me neither. I don't know that for a fact, but I would, yes, I do. Hmm. Yeah. I know there were Yankee fans in Arizona. Francesa was there. That's true. Well, yeah, Yankee fans are travelers. Was it, Carlin was the producer, right, at that time, Eddie? Yeah. Oh, they went out for the World Series? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And how did that go? They lost. That was the no, Mariano no, I mean, Luis Gonzalez. I mean the, the, the broadcasts. Yeah. Where did they do shows well, you from? Got, you got to remember, they did shows at that time. Mike and Chris would come on. They would do their show. And they weren't on fan, I don't believe, at that point, correct? By Not yet, right? I don't think. So they would do shows up until the pregame would start on what I think was seven on ABC, I, I believe. I could be wrong, but I think that's where it was at the time. So they would do shows until their show was over, and then they would come on and do a postgame show 
after the game was over, like at 1130 at night. They were working long hours back then. So they do the show from the game, watch the game, game over, do the show on. again. Yeah, in a lot of cases, yes. Man, those guys are nuts. They did. They did that, I mean, for years they did that. They would come on because I, I remember I always be nervous. Like in when I was working with Joe as the producer in 90, I can't remember the years. I think it was 98 into 99. I, I forget, 99 and 2000, whatever it was. Those playoff series, they would come on, come on after the games, and I had to take over in the control room at midnight. Like, oh, my God, please be done. Please be done. Please be done. I don't want to deal with them. Right. And sometimes they weren't done. <laughs> sometimes they go to 1 o'clock in the morning. And then they come back again. The next day, 1 o'clock. For the love of the game. Jerry. Yeah. No, they were into it. Yeah. Yeah, it was different. Man, we got a lot of sports tonight, I guess, starting at 5 o'clock. Phillies. Today's, compared to yesterday, today's a very good day. You got Phillies, then yeah. the, you got Rangers, Astros yep. at 8 o'clock. Yep. Then you got uh, Saints Jaguars. Saints Jags at eight fifteen. You got the Rangers playing the Red Wings at the Is that Garden. Right? Jerry, yep. you're going to be, you're going to have lots of play by play cuts tomorrow. Chalk full of sports. Yeah, on a Thursday, which is usually a quiet day. Yeah, aside from the NFL. No, it is. It's actually a good day if you want to sit in front of your TV from five till about yeah. midnight. You That's can what do I'm that. Do. No, you're not. I'm going to get in front of my TV at five and I shut it off at midnight. Get up at two right. and then come into work. So Just, you can, Really rearing to go with some sports talk. You leaving that TV on for the dog in the living room while yeah. you go up to bed at six thirty? <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> I'll ask my dog how, what. So what happened in the <laughs> Phillies game last night? Well, I wish dogs could talk. You'll dial up your YouTube highlights. You'll be fine. That'd be so great if I could just ask my dog. Hey, or you could adopt a kid. The I mean, dog would be like, I was. I sleep ninety percent of the day. I don't know what's going on with this game either. Yeah, living the life. Which of the? Give me a in order. Which will be the best games of the night? Not what you want to watch, but when all is said and done, which the most game intriguing game will have the most thrilling? Moments? Astros Rangers, really? Over I think the Phillies. Yeah, I think the Phillies are going to throttle them again. Hmm. Okay, so Astros Rangers over Jags uh, Saints. I don't know why I'm not all that interested in that. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to play. I know he's still questionable. Yeah. I do think he's going to play. Okay. I, the Saints don't interest me. And they were supposed to interest us this year. No. I'm not. Derek Carr Derek to me Carr is boring. Thing, here's what I know. Here's what I remember. Boomer was talking up the Saints like they were going to be. I know. They I were going to run the, run the Super Bowl. Two teams people were talking up. The Saints and the Packers. And Jordan Love. That, oh, he sat behind. He's ready to rock. He's going to come out. This is going to be a great team. And the Saints are supposed to be really good. It's only six games. Maybe these teams will be really good. I just don't find the Saints interesting. I don't either. I don't know why. They're I should. A little, they're a little more interesting in the uh, Superdome, which is where they are tonight. They are playing in New Orleans tonight. They're a little true. more interesting. Saints on the road, not interesting. The Jets were also one of the uh, darlings prior to the season. And some people, pro football talk, suggest that the Jets may be America's team right now. Well, they are with the Aaron Rodgers stuff. Yeah, but they're, but that... People are now rooting for the Jets. Because of the Zach Wilson story? Well, I guess because they think Aaron Rodgers might still come back at some point. Maybe he will. And then Who knows? you can't be like you weren't on the bandwagon. You know what I mean, Jerry? Yeah, I guess. You're either on the bandwagon now. Do the ratings show that? Well, the Jets have like one of the top uh, viewed games. That's what I'm asking. Yeah, yeah they do so show like that. So like Eagles-Jets was the, I believe that was the uh, America's game on Sunday. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. It had 26 million. Oh, it did? Yeah. So is that the highest of the season now? I believe it was the highest. Wow. And out of the top three, the Jets have two of them. Well, well, hold on a second. I'm not. I'm throwing away the Chiefs game. That one doesn't count. 
That was the Taylor Swift effect. What? Sorry. We weren't watching that, was, that for Zach Wilson. Yes, you that were. was Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and Taylor Swift. That's what mm. that was. Did you see page six, by the way? What did they say? That said Kelsey is in the process of buying a $6 million mansion for privacy. For privacy. Yes. Well, he's in a small condo now. and uh... He bought, an, uh, according to the story, he's been living in a basically a million-dollar home. And he also has a $300,000 condo in Orlando he likes to escape to. Oh, I see. But... Apparently, this house he bought that he lives in right now, very accessible. And since he started dating Taylor Swift, oh. there's no privacy. Hey, he's so going to buy that. Up gonna... his game. Jerry, is he aware of what mortgage rates are right now? Yeah, I don't think he's concerned about that. Hmm. You imagine what $6 million gets you in Kansas City, Missouri? Oh my gosh. I also always think about these guys that are making, because if you think about like what you paid for your house yeah. versus what your yearly salary is. Mm-hmm. And then these guys. So whatever right. these guys are making, you know, somebody's making thirty million dollars a year, and they buy a five million dollar house. Right. As it, opposed to the guys making two hundred thousand dollars, paying eight hundred thousand yeah. dollars for a house. Right. It'd be like, uh, you know, I don't know. It'd be like if you bought a house, Jerry, for twenty grand. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Where can I get one? <laughs> I don't even think you get a trailer home. Because those are the more inexpensive options, yeah. and trailer parks are actually kind of nice if you look around the new ones. But even those are now oh, yeah. seventy, eighty, ninety thousand dollars, hundred thousand dollars. So you find me a twenty thousand, a mini home. What do they call those? A uh, uh, tiny, a home. tiny home. Yeah, I get a tiny home. Here's your bed, and Could then you, you fold imagine... this down, and it's your table. And this goes both ways for the wife and the husband, husband and wife. Could you imagine as a couple living in a tiny home? No. Talk about no escape. No, because as tiny as my condo is, I could still go upstairs. There you go. Well, I guess on those, you go sit on the roof and look at the stars. <laughs> or just wander in the woods near where you parked your, your tiny home. Oh, yeah, well, the, the tiny, spouse might like that. You might the, get eaten by a bear. <laughs> the tiny homes look cool, except for they never have a real toilet. It's always like a compost, and you're like, I don't know what that well, means Well, because exactly. it's not a permanent structure. Yeah. I always wonder, too, because I've watched those shows. There's got to be nights where you're driving and you don't know where you're stopping. Oh, those homes where you're like, you're, you're mobile. Yeah, like if I didn't buy land to yeah. put it on. And some people, because some people like those because they want to explore. Yes. And they want to live off the land and just go see the country. Well, what if you end up somewhere, you're just driving for, I guess you got to go find a tiny home site. <laughs> no, you got to find a mobile home site where you can plug in your toilet. I that's guess so. Su- that sucks Seems out complica- all the Seems complicated. It's very complicated. A lot of retirees make that mistake, and they do that. That's got to be a great conversation over dinner. I'm not doing that. So where's our... You taking care of the waste, honey? <laughs> what? Did you plug the toilet in? <laughs> Suck out all the poop? Okay. It's disgusting. That's, all right, on that note, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, we got a whole lot more to do. It's a Thursday. We're just getting started, and we've got the uh, Big Boomer NGO program at the top of the hour on the fan. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there, this is the Rico Bronya Podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f*** yourself? <laughs> wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You were. You came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast.